There is so much craziness going on in our country, so much craziness going on around the globe. That is why one of our favorite segments every single week is our economic update with the one, the only, Dr. 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 Kirk Elliott. <laughs> Colton, I get you today? You what get me you? today. Guest quarterback, guest oh. host. Wow, I love it. I love it, love it. You're usually behind the scenes, but now, you know, we get we get to chat, and it's going to be awesome because oh. there is a ton going on. Just like you said, globally, domestically, it's it's all an absolute mess right now. I love this segment every week. I'm always behind the camera producing, and I'm always studying everything you say. I'm like opening up another tab and researching it, researching it. So I can't do my research today. I got just, you know, note cards to learn, uh, but I am super excited to get to talk to you about what is going on in our country today. Every time I, I hit refresh, most articles are about uh, economics, and I know there's nobody better positioned than the two PhD, the doctor, doctor, to talk about it. Well, you know, so let's talk about one of the biggest things that's actually just ravaging the America this year, and that's declining real estate prices. Mm. So, so I was on Realtor.com, right, and and they're normally like the biggest cheerleaders for real estate in the country. I mean, they, they just truly are. But with the Fed raising rates now, like like what we've talked about on this show, well, like every month for the yeah. past five months, right? Rates have gone up a quarter, a half, three quarters, three quarters, three quarters. And there's really no end in sight to that. Yeah. But what that has done. So, so, the, the, so what the, what the headline here says is buckle up. Home prices are expected to fall by a lot. And, and, you know, so the Fed is determined to cool down inflation, Colton, and yeah. they're willing to throw, truly throw the housing market under the bus to do so. Um, and, now, and, how, and yeah. how does that, how does that work? Okay. So like, if we, like, I know 2008 happened because there was a major housing crash, but how does, how does that interact with inflation? How does crashing this economy affect this economy? Yeah. So, so good question. So inflation happens because you print money like there's no tomorrow, right? Mm -hmm. So when you print a ton of money, it actually devalues your currency because it, it, it's like, okay, there's a lot more of those dollars chasing goods and services. And so basically those, let's just say, okay, I, I have to get a little technical here and I hope okay. I don't lose the audience, but I'll try to, I'll try to I'm ready. Make, it, make it simple. Okay. So if we were a closed economy, meaning everything that we consume in America is made in America, right? Uh -huh. There's no imports, no exports. It wouldn't matter what the value of the dollar is because it wouldn't matter because we're, we're not buying anything globally, but let, but that's not the case. 70% of everything that we consume here in America um, is comes from like China, Indonesia, mm. Malaysia, whatever, right? We're, we're their imports. So when we're printing all of this money to fund stimulus programs, to, you know, pay people to stay home to, right. to uh, for all the entitlements and everything else that, that we're seeing. So we have to print money because we don't have the tax base to actually pay for that stuff. So we have to print it. So when we print all that money, it, it devalues our currency. And if you're if you're China, let's say, and you're, you're the manufacturer of the world and you're creating all this goods and services that we're buying, right? They're going to say, hey, America, cool your jets. Right. We, we are you're you're paying us in this devalued currency. We're still giving you good quality stuff. So we're just going to require more of your devalued currency to because so that's how inflation uh, happens with the printing okay. of money. So here's a new definition for inflation for everybody. 
Inflation isn't higher prices. That's a symptom of inflation. Inflation is nothing more than an increasing money supply, mm. right? So, so you've got this going on. And, and as the Fed is printing all this money, right, mm-hmm. um, now they have to slow it down. So how do you slow down inflation? Well, basically, there are a couple of ways that, that they have in their, in their quiver, right? Yeah. Number one is they could, they could stop printing money. Right, because if they stop printing money, they they stop that devalue of the currency and and right. that inflation and so on. But they're not going to do that because they have to fund the entitlements, the stimulus programs, raise the debt ceiling, right. all of that stuff. That so they're not going to stop that. The other option is to raise interest rates to okay. slow down inflation because then the cost of borrowing goes up. Right, so people so, stop borrowing as much, and that kind of slows that down. Borrowing. Got it. Exactly. So, so they're, they're raising rates to slow down inflation. Well, one of the most sensitive, there's two things that are very sensitive to interest rates. Number one is the bond market. Number two is real estate Okay. because who who pays cash for houses? Like hardly anybody, right? Right. They, they finance them. So, so here's where, when they're raising rates to slow down inflation, they're killing real estate. So, so real estate prices are coming down. See, Raising rates did actually stop the inflationary yep. pressures in real estate, but people who are buying houses, people, uh, developers, home builders, construction companies, mm-hmm. people who might have been overextended in housing. You know, if you watch shows on HGTV, which right. we do a lot because they're kind of fun, the, all these flipping shows. Okay. I think house flipping is done for probably a decade, right? Because uh. interest rates are going to rise. Money's so expensive. When money's too expensive and you got to factor that into the cost, it's really hard to flip the house. It is. So, so as interest rates go up, um, what, what's going to, what's going to happen? People are not going to be able to afford to purchase their houses. Right. So, so here's where interest rates, um, are just absolutely going, going through, through the ceiling. Um, I mean, a a lot, a lot, a lot. So, So I think and, we have I know some, you said you said earlier on in the year there's like nine interest rate hikes and we're at like are we at four now or five is that correct? Five. We're at five. We're at five now. And okay. We're actually eight to ten. So we're we're legitimately only halfway through. Oh my only goodness. Halfway through. And this is already what's been happening to to the markets, right? Yeah. So and so I've, we've got. I've heard rumors like back in like the 80s and maybe even into the 90s that interest rates were up at like. 18%, 19%. Is that what you're thinking we're, we're heading towards right now? Well, that's where that's, yes, I do. And there's reason why, right? Because when we had 18, so all of the viewers, when, when we had 18% 30-year mortgages, you know, if you were to get a house in the early 1980s, it was 18% for a 30-year mortgage. Why? Because inflation was 14.7%. The only way for you to actually slow down inflation with interest rates is for the interest rate to be greater than inflation. Today, inflation unofficially is roughly around 25%, right? If you compare it to 1983 numbers. So that means they won't, won't, interest rate hikes won't even make a dent in inflation until, except for in the housing market, because it's very sensitive to lending uh, to those interest rates. Um, it won't make a dent until interest rates get to 25%, right? Wow. I don't think it's going to get there. So in, in the meantime, it's going to impact stock market, bond market is going to kill them. But but let's look at a couple of charts here. What happens as these rates are starting to go up now that, that we're seeing. So 
So look at this 30-year mortgage rate, right? Mm. Um, we're looking at that low point that we see before it like goes to the moon, Vertical. like almost straight up, was just at the beginning of this year. Oh right? my this, gosh. This isn't a long-term chart. So rates have more than doubled since January of this year. Problem for people buying houses, right? Very problematic. Huge problem. Well, what else is this impacting? There's a couple more charts that I wanna, wanna show you here. So look at the savings rate, right? As it is, inflation is persisting, as rates are going up, people have less money to spend because, because their, their cost of borrowing goes up and we're in debt up to our eyeballs in America. So yeah. we have less money to spend, but prices are going through the roof. What are we digging into our savings, right? Yep. So the personal savings rate on this chart is as low as it's ever been. In the 30-year window there. Wow. In the 30-year window. I mean, it's as low as it's ever been, which means people are really increasingly living at the margin. They don't have a lot of excess to cover, you know, those those emergencies that come up or things like that. And so, yeah. so you said what something last week that really stuck with me when you said um you said you said if your rate of of wages hasn't been equal to the rate of inflation. Then that then you're starting to notice your savings and, and these things that you've been the bubbles that you've created your discretionary money is going down and I'm like wow that's because because if your income stayed the same but the inflation's going up then every time you go to the grocery store every time you pay your energy bill every time you're doing anything you you actually make less you're, what you're effectively making is less in the marketplace and then that is when people start you know it's, it probably happens slowly it's you know hey we're two hundred dollars short on X Y Z transfer over two hundred dollars from your savings to your personal and three hundred dollars here and so. I could see where these rates would start, you know, slowly, slowly, and then quickly um, towards the end. Well, yeah. So, so here's we've seen rates go up. We've seen savings rates come down. So then, what happens? People start to uh, put money on their credit cards, right? Uh-huh. Well, let's look at this this next chart coming up. Uh, not that one. That one's not a very good one. The, okay, this one is an easier way to see what that last chart just showed. Total revolving credit. This is this is the amount of money that people have on their credit cards, it's as high as it's ever been. (laughs) I mean, we've got much way more than a trillion dollars now in credit card debt in America, a trillion, right? A trillion dollars. The growth rate, the growth rate, it was declining for a little bit. Yeah. And on that chart, you can see the years that it was declining was, was when? 2020, Um, 2021. When people weren't out, out and about as much, weren't going to restaurants as much. They weren't, you know, doing as much, they were able to not put as much on credit cards. Yeah. And it's because they weren't spending right during COVID, they weren't spending. So that, that credit came down. Now people see people, this is, this is kind of a tricky graph to interpret, right? It's not that people have a ton of extra money. They're going out and spending it because they have all this disposable cash. They're spending it on putting it on credit cards because they have to, because their savings rates are so low. So when you start to couple some of these charts together, you know, if you're listening to Biden when when they always kind of fabricate the truth, right? right. There's like, oh look, people are spending more, the economy is robust. It's like, uh uh-uh. uh. People are putting more on their credit cards oh. because the savings rates going down, right? So as an economist, you start to interpret things a little bit differently when you yeah. put some of these puzzle pieces together. Wow. So here's here's the bottom line. You've yeah. got got housing market that's about to collapse. You've got savings rates that are his, at lowest points ever. You've got credit card debt that's at the highest point ever. Mm. 
So what do we do, right? Because when you add all that together, stock market's going to come down, bond market's going to come down, real estate's going to come down. It's like, Kirk, those are the only things that we can do, right? Yeah, those those are the core pillars of the U.S. economy. They are. However, during times like this in these transitionary economies, this is when things like gold and silver do extremely well. I'm not mm. talking just like pretty good, I'm like extremely well. The over the last week, you know, um, the last seven days here, silver silver is up like twelve percent, gold's up like four percent, right? Wow. We're we're not talking about a year's worth of returns. This is over the last week, right? So so in light of all of our freedoms eroding, Colton, yep. you've got all these these things that are happening and people saying my my retirement's going up in smoke, it's evaporating, this isn't good. Yep. Man, gold and silver are thriving and, and we were created to thrive and not survive. What we have to do, though, is act, right? Yep. Because as, as amazing as God is and he can do anything and nothing is impossible for him, we're pushing the limits of what he can do because it's <laughs> You're a parked car, right? You yeah. gotta be moving. You've gotta have action, right? Yeah. And that action, then if you're walking, you'll always get to your destination, right? Mm. You've you've got to be moving, and then God can start steering you in the right direction, right? As as He just wants you to take that action step and that leap of faith. And and because a lot to a lot of people, they haven't done um, invested in physical precious metals. They're not used to it. Right. It's like, I don't know what to do. This is hard. It's not hard. Yep. It's easier actually than buying a stock bond or a mutual fund. You just haven't done it before. So it's yeah. that leap of and that fear of the unknown. But here's what I would encourage everybody to do. Give our office a call. Yep. We'll help navigate you through that. Take advantage of some of these huge trends we're seeing. Get out of the things that are coming down and that will put a smile on your face. Come on. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. I'm excited. So here's uh, here's what you guys need to do. And and yeah, you know, two questions. And uh, question number one: What is like the minimum amount? Like we're talking about Americans are you know their their interest their uh, savings accounts are dropping. They're putting more on credit cards. If I'm sitting here and I'm listening to this, you know, I, I know one thing we did personally is we started like looking around. And I'm like, you know, what isn't serving me right now? Almost that. Uh, that ne- the Netflix girl, uh, joy, something or another, like what brings me joy? You know, the, the Japanese lady that like, you know, you're like looking around, like, does this bring me joy? Does this bring me joy? And we started selling anything off that wasn't helpful in our world. And I, I read somewhere that the average American in their garage has about $2,500 of stuff that they're not using, you know? So, so before you start like, Hey, I don't have any money. I don't have any stuff. Like look around, like, like Facebook marketplace is a great tool today. Craigslist is still a great tool. What can you get rid of? What can you throw overboard to, to get some stuff? But what would be kind of a minimum, like, like set a goal for people here. Like what would be you know, kind of the minimum number is like $10,000, the minimum number. What are we, what are we looking at? I, I, I don't have a minimum. Okay. Um, because I want to, it's like the widow's my principle. I, I want to help everybody as does everybody on my team, because here's the thing. I don't care if you've been entrusted with $300 at 300 million or 3 billion, right? It, it's mm. all of us have an equal mandate and that's to be a wise steward with what we've been given. Now, mm. in reality, just because I don't have a minimum in reality, there kind of is. Because if you're dealing with gold, which we're not, we like silver. Gold's a cut, you know, eighteen hundred bucks an ounce. Right. All right, you can cut it in half with a hacksaw. Right? <laughs> Quarter ounce. <laughs> so gold, you're looking at a couple thousand dollar minimum, legit. Um, silver, I could sell one round, which is like twenty four bucks, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, however, 
I would have to charge $25 shipping. It doubles the price. That doesn't right. make any sense. So be, being a wise, wise steward, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say on silver, an absolute minimum, I would say 500 bucks. Okay. Just so you're not nickel and dimed to death on shipping, which we can't control, right? right. So, 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 so if yeah. you're listening to this and you're like, okay, I need a goal, you know, what do I need to shoot for? Like, start looking around. Uh, if it, if it's not moving, it's not breathing, and it's not serving you, get rid of it, and you know, sell it off. Like, this is the time to start throwing stuff overboard and finding out what you can grab, what you can convert into silver, because every single one of those dollars is going to hold its value significantly better. Shoot for five hundred to a thousand dollars minimum um, to get started. But then also, someone that's sitting here and they're like, man. You know, real estate's tanking. You know, I was kind of betting on my house was going to be, you know, the the wealth for my retirement. And I had this retirement account. What should people be doing with that? Like they have this retirement account. They watch all this stuff. They have the IRA. They have their 401k. What should they be doing with those things right now? Well, that's that's easy. So when you're dealing with non-IRA, you wire the funds over. We give you a call when the funds show up. We confirm your address and ship it to you or store it. In an IRA, it's just an IRA rollover. It's a 15-minute e-sign doc on an, on an email, mm-hmm. right? That opens up your new IRA at a custodian that allows for physical holdings of silver or gold. We're talking thousand ounce bars, hundred ounce bars, 10 ounce bars, not paper, mm-hmm. not ETFs, not mining shares, not mutual funds. That's just paper. That's, that's not the same. So that's a 15 minute process really for you to fill out that paperwork. And then my team will help you with the rest of it. We'll transfer that funds over because so, our goal is to have the transition easy in the burden light, right? Come and on. that's why my team really, really kicks in. But you you mentioned something there. It's like people were, were hoping that their real estate would go good, and it's not. Mm-hmm. So this is where gold and silver really thrive, especially in a retirement plan. Because you were telling me something about a house. You you, you play a game. Yeah. And, and one, of, one of my favorite really, things. You look at houses in your area. And what was it that you told me before we got on the air today? Because it was really telling. Yeah, I love looking at million dollar homes on Zillow. It's, it's one of my favorite, like kind of dream boarding a little bit. I go through and I'm like, oh, that's pretty. That's really cool. This is really cool. And there's one that I've been seeing for a while. Um, every home over a million dollars is not selling very well right now. There's not a lot of new listings going on that are over a million dollars. But one specifically, it was $1.7 million eight months ago is what it went on the market for. It's currently, it, it hit another big ding this weekend. And they, they took it down, took it down, took it down. They took it down again. It's at $999,000 as of this weekend. So it went from 1.7 to 999,000 in the last eight months. Just so that's between a 40 and 50% decline <laughs> in, in the value of that house. See, this is, this is where the stock market's probably going to, going to hit to another 40 to 50% decline in it. So, so you're seeing these things that are going down, man, don't, you don't have to participate in that. You get out and, yep. and go into something that's growing and thriving. And that's what we can help you with. Come on. So here's what you guys do. You got to go to flyovergold.com, flyovergold.com. That's a landing page uh, that we created. A little, we, we've got the domain to forward to, the, to Kirk Elliott, uh, PhD, but you go to flyovergold.com and you scroll through. There's a ton of great information on there, but you scroll down to the bottom. And at the very bottom, there's a chart uh, that you can pull up that has all of uh, the stuff you fill out. That'll get you in contact with Kirk's team, or you can call for faster expedited services. You can call 720 605 3900720605 do this today do this today make sure you know have your goal of, of getting to 500 to 1000 minimum and then definitely transfer over anything that you guys have you can throw overboard and uh and we look forward to it Kirk thank you for taking such good care of our team we appreciate it Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking what are you going to do about your finances If you went back to 1920 and you had a $20 bill and you had 1 ounce of gold you could go into a men's clothing store and you could buy an entire suit, the jacket, shoes, pants, wow. belts, everything. Today, 
what would that $20 bill buy you? It wouldn't, you couldn't buy a handkerchief for the $20 bill, but that one ounce of gold would still buy you, even today, it would buy you an entire men's suit, shoes, belt, pants, jacket, everything. That's the difference. But today, that change is happening faster than ever. And we know a guy by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott that we've known for over 25 years. He has two PhDs. This is who we're actually using. This is who our friends and family are using. And he's a guy we trust completely. And in today's era, you need somebody you trust. So go to flyovergold.com and learn how to protect yourself against an inflating dollar. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.